أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته and welcome back to Living the Quran through the Living Quran. In this series, we've been reviewing chapter number 53, Sultan Najm, the chapter of the star. And in our previous discussion, we looked at the fact that the idols which people used to worship, and maybe even today that people worship, that they have no authority, no power, no jurisdiction in the kingdom of God, and that whatever the idol worshippers claim are just... Uh, thoughts and wishes and desires based on their own ego and their own lower base uh, wishes. But there is actually no reality of those uh, beliefs in the actual world that we live in. Today in part number seven, we want to look at the topic of the true authority. And we want to review three verses, verse 24, 25, and 26. Before we go into the commentary the lengthy commentary as authored by Sheikh Mohsin Karaati in his Tafsir Nur. Let us have a listen to the Arabic of these three verses, followed by the English translation, and we then come back with a review and analysis of these verses and the commentary. God says the following in Surah Al-Najm. <laughs> وَكَمْ مِنْ مَلَكٍ فِي السَّمَاوَاتِ لَا تُغْنِي شَفَاعَتُهُمْ شَيْئًا لَا تُغْنِي شَفَاعَتُهُمْ شَيْئًا إِلَّا مِنْ بَعْدِ أَنْ يَأْذَنَ اللَّهُ لِمَنْ يَشَاءُ وَيَرْضَى Or is the human being to have whatever he desires? To God belongs the last and the first. How many an angel is there in the heavens whose intercession avails nothing except after God gives permission to whomever he wills and approves? As we look at the commentary, the first thing we have to look at is a few of the words which God uses in this portion. The first one is the meaning of the word tamanna, which is hopes and desires whether these be things which are possible to attain or impossible to reach, and regardless of whether they are, are logical or illogical desires to have. However, the word raja, is, which is also used in the Quran and Islamic uh, terminologies, is used in those instances for hopes which are attainable. Another word which we sometimes see in the Quran and in the Hadith is tama'a, and this word is used for wishes whose attainment is close at hand. And the last word to keep in mind which fits within this uh, discussion that we're having is the word amal. And amal is used in those instances in which it is difficult to attain that thing which one longs or desires for. In order to reform the individual, Islam seeks to actually reform the thinking process of the person. And so, to ensure that the person does not run around aimlessly, seeking greatness and power for himself, God declares in the Quran, and this is found in chapter number 4, Surah An-Nisa, verse 139, in which he says, Indeed, the greatness belongs solely to God alone. 
In another verse, this is in Surah Al-Baqarah, chapter 2, verse 165, God says, Indeed, the power belongs solely to God alone. In the verse under review, God tells us that the world to come and this world that we live in currently all belong exclusively to God. So why then do you pin your hopes on other than Him? The universe is in motion through His will, not through our desire. And in this regards, Imam Ali, peace be upon him, has quoted as saying the following, عَرَفْتُ اللَّهَ سُبْحَانَهُ بِفَسَخِ الْأَزَائِمُ he says, I came to know God, the glorified, is He, through the breaking of my determina- of de- the breaking of determinations and the change of intentions and losing of courage. In saying this, the Imam wants us to understand that He alone, that God alone controls the world and all that is within it, and it is not our longings and inclinations that play any role in this. Imam al-Sadiq, peace be upon him, has been quoted as saying the following, that neither can the angels nor the prophet save you from the wrath of God. And if anyone is interested in intercession or if anyone is seeking intercession, shafa'at, then let them look for it in the pleasure of God. Now, when it comes to intercession, a question comes up, which is that is intercession not nothing other than some sort of favoritism? However, because the commentary and the explanation of shafa'at of intercession is a lengthy discussion, um, let us take a pause right now and take a break in this uh, expose, in this commentary of Surah Najm, and we will return in our next episode with a continuation to better understand the, co- the topic of intercession, of shafa'at. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.